you knew that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality, would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Crossroads to Awakening. I'm Wendy Paquette, your gracious host, and we're here to talk about holographic mind reprogramming in the space of this beautiful platform of Inspired Choices Network. Today's topic, today's episode is on channeling your higher self, and it is my absolute uh, newest and most favorite topic because it is the gateway to what we've well, what we've, a lot of us, I suppose, that have been leaning into more of a, a spiritual nature into uh, this talk on 5D reality, going out of the 3D du- duality of living into the 5D multidimensional experience via channeling your higher self is how I see it. And um, what I know to be true, and I can only speak from my experience, is that channeling your higher self is not something you have to try to do. It's an access gateway that you can gift yourself in order to live your highest, most productive life from the space of a energetic being living as a human, like with a skin suit in this reality, creating from the space of nothing into something that you call your life. So today's episode is going to be really fun and really chill in the sense that we're going to speak directly into channeling your higher self. What does that look like? What is your higher self? Um, what about channeling others? There's a lot of people out there that channel other aspects of source um, via other human um, embodiments that are no longer on this planet. And um, well, how would channeling your higher self change the way you experience your life? What's the difference between your higher self and you? And does what does your higher self actually know? So there's all kinds of questions I'm going to answer today on our show, on this episode, and I'm really excited to get started. So who am I? I am a holographic mind reprogram. That's something I call myself because I don't. What I do is so unique, and so different, and so profound in its results that it doesn't really have a name. So that's what I call it. But what I do is I help humans that are stuck at a crossroads awaken to their true selves and change their world from where they stand as this is a oneness reality. So I believe as a high frequency human, how you see your life is a direct reflection of all the programs that have been etched into your brain. And when I say brain, I mean the gray matter there that we call the place that stores information for you. And that stuff can easily be shifted and changed when you see your truth for what it is. So if you want to access your true self and you want to have that conversation of what your higher self looks like, you can find me at on Facebook at Crossroads to Awakening Show. And that's the symbol at Crossroads to Awakening Show or at wendypocket.com where you can reach out to me and we can have these conversations. You're not alone and the doorway is always open for you to walk through it and live your best life now. I mean, why else are we here? right? If you're not actually living your truest life now, then what are you living for? Or who, better yet, who are you living for? Because you're living for someone. (laughs) So if it's not for you, it's for someone else or the cause of something else. So we can get into that another day. So let's lean in. What is your higher self? What is it? So when we talk about your higher self, what that could look like, or 
how it shows up in your reality, what are we really talking about? What is a higher self anyway? So to me, and I can only speak from my experience, and this is, you know, this will go into what's truly possible for every single one of you. You can only speak from your own experience and your viewpoint of someone else's experience. That's how we translate how we see our lives, right? How I see my life is completely different than how you may see it. And you may call it my life, like if you're looking at me, but how you're experiencing it is going to be different than how I experience my life. So speaking from my experience, a higher self is an aspect, a higher, so when I say higher, um, I would like that in mathematics to be higher frequency self, or if you're looking at from a religious aspect, a higher power of self that is accessible to you now right? Which means that there is a higher level of everything. And so if we speak into this in logistical terms, we can say that a higher aspect could be a higher degree of understanding of this reality of intelligence, of emotional intelligence, whatever that looks like. It's a higher degree of what you already know, accessible by you here in this reality, in this body, living your life, right? We have limitations. Being human is a cause for limitations. How many limitations and what degree those limitations are, are what we're here to experience and solve for ourselves, if for no one else at all, but our own way of living. At the end of the day, when we're at the end of our life, we truly are only living the life that we created, the life that we chose. I mean, you may have chosen to get married and have children, but remember who chose that? You did right? Yes, someone else had to choose it as well, but you, by all means, have you said no, you would not be living that very life now. So you get to be in ownership of everything you've created in your life and every experience you've ever had as you were the chooser of that life. You were the chooser of that experience, no matter what it is, to be where you were in a moment of a magnificent experience and also to be in a moment where you in a not- so great experience where you might have had something that you wish never happened. Remember how you got to that very moment were all based on choices you were making, whether they were lifestyle choices, uh, steps like one foot walking in front of the other or hopping into a car and driving somewhere, you made choices in order to get to that very moment. And that, although that moment may not have been the most joyful moment in your life, you did in fact choose your way all the way there. So it's being 100% responsible for absolutely everything in your reality. Everything good, bad, and indifferent has all been chosen and created by you. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means that if you've chosen and created your entire life up until now, what is it going to look like moving forward? Because if you're not happy with any part of your reality, any part of your life that you've created up until this moment, guess who gets to change it? You think I get to change it for you? No, 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 no. This is a space where you get to be so fully in ownership that you have given and taken your power back, given your power back to yourself, taken your power back to yourself if you had given it away and owned your power, be in ownership of your power as a human here on this planet. Uh, We're all energetic spiritual beings or call it just energetic if you don't like the word spiritual. And gift yourself the ability to know that you're here uniquely you standing in your body, creating in every second, which is a magnificent thought, don't you think? Because 
anything you don't like in your reality right now can easily be changed by you. Now, when I say easily, I mean, in the thought process, easy, you can decide to change it. And then there it is changed. What comes after that might not be quite as easy. And that's okay, because you're owning where you are, no matter what. So if you got some work to do in order to get to where you want to go, so what? That's what your life is for. That is the journey of being human and being here now. So being 100% in ownership of your life means that you get to access your higher possibilities and live into them on purpose, right? By choice, because it's a choice to choose that. You can spend every waking minute speaking into what could be accessible or should be available to you. And because you're saying it with the word should or could in front of it, doesn't make it not available now, right? It only is a limitation that you've now allowed your mind to create for you that holds you in the space of not having it right now. So we'll speak into that a little further too, because what I know is if you're finally getting that you've created the limitations that you are now living what would happen if you, you know, took away those limitations? I can feel by nature of like feeling into the present, past and future audience that may be listening to this episode, that there is an element of fear. If I haven't created it up until now, what does that mean? Or, oh my goodness, my life would be completely different. Who would be disappointed in me? if I changed it, or who would not like me if I changed it, or who would not like what I had to say if I decided to speak my truth, and so on and so on. Meaning, you get to take a hard look at what where those statements may come from, because every one of those statements are something to do with someone else living your life and not you. Right? We get to say that again. If you have statements that are judgmental in nature, which would cause you to be fearful of standing in your truth right now, choosing your truth right now, if other people are at the um, effect of you, so if you decide you're going to finally live your truth and things get to change because you said so, who would have a problem with that? Who would have a problem with what you were saying? Those are all ways in which you create your own limitations. Because what I'm hearing you say is you'd be limiting yourself yet again, based on somebody else's opinion of you, or what you might say, or how you might say it or what you might change. So it all comes down to this. What I'm noticing in this reality right now with, you know, being a year, nearly, I guess we're a year into COVID. What I'm noticing is that a lot of people are waiting to be told what to do. A lot of people are living their lives now, realizing that a lot of the life they had pre-COVID was not actually joyful. Or maybe it was, and they're now super grateful because they love that life and they want to want more of it, or they weren't happy before and their busyness kept them distracted. And now that they're not being able to create the busyness that will distract them from the life that they really aren't enjoying, they're now at the affect of that lack of enjoyment, right? They're, they're facing it from a different angle, or they were gifted the ability that they no longer have to work it because that work has been taken away from them. So there's all sorts of gifts that are inside of this experience. And remember, we created it. 
We created this experience every step we made up until today. We did it as a collective and we did it individually. And we can look at it from both angles, but ultimately we are living the life that we created right now ourselves. So it's a big way to look at it, but it's also true. And if we know that that is true and we're not living fully in joy and fully abundant now, then what are we living from? What are we living in? And if that's the case and you realize that mm, there's not a lot of joy that you're living from, there's not a lot of abundance that you're living from, we get to look at how to shift that and how to change that and how to make choices that are different that would activate those possibilities and eliminate those limitations. Really, really fun. So as we move forward, we're going to be walking into a break in a couple minutes, but I want you to get a good handle on being in ownership of your reality. There is only one person responsible for absolutely everything in your life, and that is you. Only you. If there were anyone else who were truly responsible, we wouldn't have a life of our own. We may be at the present to make choices based on somebody else's maybe recommendation, or maybe it's a family member making a recommendation or making a demand or a command or an invitation, but ultimately we're the ones who make that choice. So who has the ability to change it? You do. I do. Let's speak from, I can speak from the eye all day long. I have the ability to change my life. I have the ability to change something that I don't appreciate or I'm not enjoying or I'm not creating from, from a space that's going to gift me the ability to have the things I'd like to have, to live the way I'd like to live and to experience life from the present moment and the emotions I'd like to experience it, which would be something other than fear, right? So fear tends to be a very logical place to live from when you're constantly being told what to do by the media, by maybe your friends and family, how to live through this COVID experience um, based on people who have not had it, based on people who have had it, based on people who work around it. There's a million bits of information coming at us at all times and how you choose to be a victim to it is by thinking that that is how you must live is by what everyone else says. Instead of owning your truth, owning what you may know, doing your own research, leaning into what the possibilities are and how you can be your most powerful, creative, loving, compassionate self in this reality now. So let's walk into our first break. And uh, my invitation to you is be asking yourself, am I truly in ownership of my whole life? Am I in ownership of my whole life? And when I say whole life, I mean absolutely everything that has ever occurred with and for and to you up until today. Am I responsible for my whole life? Answer that question and we will see you right after the break so we can speak into what's next in that space because we're talking about your higher self, which has everything to do with infinite understanding, infinite knowledge. So we'll be right back. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. 
The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Pocket. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So as you're thinking about who's being responsible, did you, for your life, did you find yourself looking around outside of you and pointing your finger outward? Really, truly, did you look outside of right now because of how I grew up? Or did you point your finger at your spouse and go, well, because I chose to marry this person, this is what my life looks like because I married them. Or what does it look like? Tell me what your, you know, your experiences of that thing. Or you can message, message me wherever you find me, wherever you're listening to me from and send a message and say, hey, this is what I noticed about myself when I went into the space of owning responsibility for my whole entire life up until today. Now, many people will lean into the, maybe some really not so great experiences that they've had with abuse. And I mean, I've been there with, uh, you know, maybe emotional abuse or physical abuse. And I've had those experiences myself and I could blame the people in my reality that created that experience with me, but I was also present. And I can also see where I put myself in a position to allow that to occur from, uh, you know, whatever I was doing beforehand. And I walked myself right into that moment. And so what that means to me is that I created an opportunity for me to grow. Not to live from a victim stance of what occurred to me and what happened to me. And this show isn't going to be about my experiences with that. But I do get to acknowledge that those things occurred and some, you know, not so great things. So in the spirit of knowing that, how I've been able to look at those experiences is what I was doing and how I created myself walking into that. And some of them are in childhood. So not all of them, you know, not all of my experiences are I'm speaking to as being an adult. But I made the choices to be where I was in the moments I was, or to say the things I said, or to experience the things I experienced because of the choices I may or may not have made. Those are my own, I'm ownership. I'm in ownership of those things. I may not have understood my choices in that moment, but I'm certainly the one that made those choices. And because I, I may not have known what I was choosing. It doesn't make me irresponsible. It makes me responsible anyway, because there's a lot of things in this reality that we choose that we may not realize why we're choosing it. We just feel it might be okay in the moment. And they don't always turn out to be what we want. It doesn't make it wrong. And it also doesn't make it someone else's fault, right? There's no fault and no blame, no guilt, no shame. This is a space of 100% ownership in the choices that I have made. And even though 
what what occurred may have been a traumatizing experience for me and wrong, completely deemed wrong for the other person to have even went there in that experience with me, it doesn't mean that I'm no longer responsible for being in that moment of that time because I was there and I was present and I did experience it and I took the steps that led me to that very moment in that moment in time. And therefore I am responsible and being in ownership of that frees me from the fear that it could happen again. So you get to really hear this piece. This is a very powerful experience to know and to hear because I'm choosing to be in ownership of that experience, even though it was an abusive experience to me, I'm still not holding the finger to someone else and calling it their fault and not mine. I'm not a victim to it. I made all the steps. I took all the steps. I was in the positions. I was in the spaces that I was in because I took the steps and I happened to step into an experience that was a traumatizing, abusive experience. My choice was to stand in that space in that moment. And it occurred because someone else was present and was the perpetrator of that experience does not mean that I am free from responsibility. It means that I chose to be there in that moment. And it may not have been the best, best choice I ever made in my life, but I certainly was there. Therefore I am responsible. I'm not speaking from a small space. I'm speaking from a holistic understanding that I am source and I am responsible and it doesn't matter the age that I was at. I was able to walk and talk and I may not have understood the situation, but most uncomfortable, scary, abusive situations are situations we didn't understand from the beginning. Otherwise we wouldn't be in them. They seem like they come out of nowhere. And a lot of that is if you're too young, it's from lack of awareness or um, experiences that we get to learn from even though we didn't know what we were doing from the very beginning. So I'm in ownership of my experiences, no matter what they look like. When I choose that, even though it was traumatizing in the moment that it occurred and it carried on through many years of my life when I, when I you know, pointed the finger at someone else for creating that for me, I now know that by being in ownership of that experience and receiving the lessons that I got to create through understanding of that moment, I have now released myself from a, being a victim. And I am now 100% empowered by my choice. I get it. It's a freedom that many people don't choose and it's available to 100% of humans on this planet. So you can go back as far as to before you were born. If you really want to go there, well, like, oh, I'm the victim to my circumstance because I was born into this family. Okay, well, perhaps you look at it from a greater perspective. What if you got to choose your parents? And what if you chose those parents before you even were born from the space of like source or God or whatever the higher power is you believe in? What if you had that opportunity to go, you know what, these are the lessons I'm going to come to earth to learn. And so therefore, these parents are going to provide that for me. I'm choosing them. Who's in ownership of that? You are. I am, right? I chose to be born to the parents I was born to. I also chose to have the experiences I'm subjecting myself to because I'm guided by a higher source or a higher power if I so choose to believe that. And I'm also at the deep connection with my higher self. So in the moments where I'm receiving higher power knowledge or higher understanding, 
I'm also claiming that that is also me. I am responsible for that higher power connection. I'm responsible for that higher power understanding. And that like the law of duality here in the 3D space is duality is if you're responsible for one thing, you're responsible for all things. Meaning if I'm claiming responsibility to be in connection with my higher source and my higher self, my higher intelligence, that is a higher space. I am also in connection with and responsible for all the lower aspects of this life too. All the shitty things that I may have said or done in my reality while growing up, I cannot point the finger and blame someone else and claim ignorance any longer when I am 100% fully responsible. I'm responsible for the things that I created that might have been a horrible experience for my maybe teenage friends or for my grade school friends, if I said something that was hurtful, maybe I didn't realize it was hurtful until after when I saw their look on their faces, but I am still in ownership of all of those things. Doesn't mean I did them on purpose. And if I acted out of anger, that's still me. So if I did in the moment, do it on purpose, I certainly see that now. And it came from somewhere and I'm in ownership of that somewhere. And I'm in ownership of all those choices. So being 100% responsible has a great gift attached to it. It gives you permission to own all the really amazing things that you have done, created, and experienced in your life. And it also gives you permission to own all the things that gifted you the lessons in order to receive all those big, beautiful, amazing things. When you take away the victim circumstance of being victim to someone, something, some circumstance, some situation, you gain power. You gain power, your own power. You take it back from where you left it in the moment where you became a victim. There are many, many, many humans on this planet who have had absolutely horrific experiences and have turned around to forgive their perpetrator and take their power back. That was a choice. That's what I'm getting to. There is an only choice in this reality and nothing less. You're always in the space where choice is present. And that's what creates. And there's a whole other experience beyond that where we can get into the parallel lives that cause every choice to have both, both choices and results present. So you may be experiencing a moment where you're at a crossroads and here we are at crossroads to awakening and you can choose to go down the right fork of the road or the left fork of the road. One being your absolute dreams and realities, the other being a logical pathway to security or whatever you might call it, something else. And you're at that pathway. One requires risk and trust in yourself and the abilities that you've gained thus far or your desire to learn those abilities and that's down the right hand path and the other is down the safety path of safety security and ownership in that space of oh i know what's going to happen i'm not risking much so i'm not gaining much but um, at least i'll be satisfied i might not be happy but i'll be satisfied those are two different choices now in the space of parallel realities parallel lives parallel timelines both of those choices exist both of those choices have you in it. And both of those choices are being lived out at the exact same time on all parallels in an infinite space of deep, of each different iteration of what that could have looked like in your life. Every time you make a choice, you're 
like popping out a new parallel reality with that choice and the opposite of that choice all happening at once. Now, another show could be how we can see the difference between the two or if we can at all or what that could look like. But listen, we are still 100% responsible for absolutely everything. And that, my friends, is how you begin to channel your higher self is opening up to that higher awareness of knowing that you are all things, all beings, all experiences, and responsible for 100% of absolutely everything in your reality at all times. And you're embodying the oneness of all that is, meaning that everything, everyone, every inanimate and animate object in or human, animal, plant life, in your life is also a reflection of you. And it's a very large concept to understand, but once you lean in and choose to take or receive or have your power back in order to create from that space, life becomes limitless. Life becomes limitless. It's like the movie, right? When he takes that pill and suddenly he's absolutely brilliant. What got in the way before was all the limitations of the brain, all the fears of the brain, right? When you're fearful, you don't have access to much. I'll tell you that. But when you are limitless, you have access to everything. And that means that you are without fear, which is why he would do and choose all the things he did in that limitless movie, because he was without fear. Now, I'm not saying without logic when I mean, you know, you know, go walk in front of a you know speeding car in front of you and expect not to get hit. It's without fear of the unknown. Right. Allowing yourself to step into these places of possibility so that you can have what you're after if you have these beautiful abundant dreams of what your life could look like, guess what, friends? It's available to you now. The only thing stopping you is you. The only thing in your way is your fear of yourself. And honestly, our fears are nothing but a deep-seated fear of death. A deep-seated fear of death. That's why we're all sitting in the space of fearing the coronavirus and waiting for the government to tell us what to do. Why? We're in a deep fear of death, of dying. Why do you think they speak to the statistics of death? right? Because we all fear it. So it puts us in a space of a position of authority, being a, being a, like subject to authority. And we're walking drones, waiting for the next move for someone else to tell us what to do. Why do you think you're seeing all these contrasting results coming out? All these contrasting opinions from doctors across the globe, or people telling us what they've learned, or, you know, healthcare workers saying, listen, what you're hearing is not true. There's all sorts of contrasting opinions, facts, ideas, possibilities out there. How do you know which one to choose to know for yourself, right? The only thing preventing you from choosing something you really want to believe into, want to live into, is being in ownership of yourself and being responsible 100% for you, for your choices, for being the responsible human to wash your hands and, you know, mind your health. So we are 100% responsible for this experience we're having. So let's, we're going to walk right into our second break. And when we come back, we're going to speak further into the channeling part of your higher self, because now we're getting down to the risk. We were into the responsibility part. We're going to lean into what it looks like to channel your higher self. So think about that. Are you 100% responsible for your life? That's the question I want you to go into this break with. We'll be right back. 
If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, welcome back. <sighs> what a an incredible topic. It is one of my favorites because it leans right into the possibilities of what we have as humans here on this planet, which are limitless right? They're limitless. And that's what's exciting because you're either going to live fully now or you're going to, you know, keep your eyes closed or keep your blinders on and keep walking towards the end of your life um, in fear and paralyzed by things that you don't even know could hurt or not hurt you. When I say that, when I say no about, I mean information, right? So there's all sorts of spaces to sit in this reality. So let's lean back into channeling your higher self. What does that even mean, channeling your higher self? Well, I don't know about you, but if you're into channeling or you follow people who channel, or if you've had an experience with someone who channels, usually an otherworldly being or angels or, um, you know, loved ones who've passed, there's all sorts of versions of what channeling actually looks like and what it means and breaking it down into the experience that I've had with them is it's a human just like you and I deciding to go into a deep uh, state of beingness, which is somewhat like I would say alpha going into theta if you're looking at it from the scientific perspective. And being so relaxed is so open that they allow themselves to trust in other energies being channeled through them. So coming into their beingness and then speaking through their face, <laughs> for lack of a better way to look at it. So if you're unfamiliar with channeling, you get to Google it and see what it looks like and go onto YouTube and watch some beautiful humans channeling angels or channeling some, you know, things of that nature would be great. If anyone's heard of, uh, what, what is that gentleman's name? Oh, I just saw uh, his name yesterday and I, it escaped me in the moment. Anyway, there's a bunch of famous channelers out there who can channel, um, you know, the, the energies or personalities, or um, I don't even know what you would call it of of people who have passed over. A lot of times they'll do um, celebrities or presidents, like people, people who had an impact on our reality, who maybe have had a bigger message and channel them to see what they think of what's going on now since they've left. And that that's kind of where a lot of the celebrity channeling goes to. There's also um, people who channel other beings. Um, I know that I find, found that fascinating as well. They're channeling other beings from other planets or other galaxies or stars or what have you. I haven't, uh, you know, dove deep too deeply into that, but I know if you speak to anybody about um, other places like, and, and forgive me for my, for my lack of knowing what it's all about. Um, 
people from maybe I want to say serious or uh, there's Octurians or, you know, different entities and energies that are out in the, the galaxies that are supporting humans from what we know of. There's, so, yeah, Palladian or something. Thank you, Jen. They're, they're out there and they're being channeled and they tend to have a lot of information about how our reality could be supported or that's what they're here for. I mean, we're all tapping into the fact that it's true. There's alien ships that are seen out there. There's a million friggin' vision, like people that have seen them. There's a million accounts of them. The government has all kinds of like leaked uh, documents actually that are out there in the world that are true. So yes, they're out there, which means there's also a being that's uh, potentially captaining those ships or on those ships. And what are they here for? Why are they here? And how you see those is also 100% your responsibility. So how you see that possibility, instead of looking at it from the space of we're being invaded upon or overtaken or whatever that looks like, I mean, you want to look at something that's been going on for, I don't even know how many years, probably almost a hundred years that they've been, or more that they've been um, documenting aliens. Obviously, if they were meant to do something harmful, it would have been done by now. Um, I'm certain that higher intelligence that are living at a higher frequency than we are, are no more trying to help us than save us in a, in a sense, because we just find our way into some of these deepest holes. And what I mean, like why I'm even speaking into that is because they're being channeled by people just like you and I, who are bringing some of this information through. And it's, it's, it's always to support, I shouldn't say always, because I haven't seen anyone who's doing it for some bad reasons. And, and that could be out there. I'm not denying that it's not out there. I just haven't leaned in to find them or have a reason to. And and no other than because I like I can acknowledge that it's there. It doesn't mean I have to dive into it and prove that I'm right. The law of duality says that's true. And people are here channeling beautiful information, connected information, loving information for us from outside of the realm of the human race. So if that's true, then the higher beingness of us can also be channeled, meaning if they're, if we're a smaller energetic version of a larger, excuse me, collective or a larger us, wouldn't you want to have access to that? So it could be supportive in this reality now. I mean, even just out of curiosity, wouldn't you want to know what, if you, so let's just, I'm going to speak on that, that I'm going to err on the, the side of skepticism for all of those, uh, for those of you who are feeling that way. What if, if there was access to a higher version of you, a high, I say a higher version of you, um, I would say, let's call it in a mass way. So say in this human body, we're a small mass living on this planet in this body. If there was an energetic version of you or connectedness to you that was massive and had access to all that is, and maybe access to information about our reality or about our life. And we were kind of making this connection from that higher space to this space on this planet. Wouldn't you want to know all you could know about that? I mean, that would be channeling your higher self. So you would have maybe one of these people that's into channeling or learn how to do it yourself and access this information. So before I knew anything about this, because I speak from a space of not skepticism, because I do believe in it, but there are those who don't. And I honor you as well, just the same, because it's, 
it is an interesting way to look at your life, but it's also a very, res very, uh, well, not responsible, but I would say um, inviting possibility to know that if you had access to a greater amount of information for you in this reality to support you, wouldn't you want that? Like, why would you turn that away? It wouldn't make sense to turn it away. And if you can think it and conceive it and perceive it, it is true. All information that we can perceive with our brain, with our, with our active brain is possible here in this reality now. And we'll say mind, mind is the bigger aspect of your brain. So if you can conceive it or perceive it, you can receive it. And I don't know if you've ever heard that statement before, but if you can conceive it or perceive it, you can receive it. Meaning it's out there in the field somewhere because you're accessing the information from this human being that you're sitting here with now, which is you. So if that's the case and you go, well, if there's a higher beingness of me, that could be, and for those of you who believe in, in God or the, a version of a higher power, if that higher power um, was in connection with you or your higher self, right? The aspect of you that's always living, that's always alive, that's an energetic aspect of you, that's not wholly present in this body now, whatever that could look like for you, wouldn't you want access to it? Or wouldn't you want to at least have an idea if you could access information that could support you in this reality so that you could see life through, you know, more joyful eyes, more abundant eyes, more passionate eyes. I mean, I know I would for sure. And, and rightfully so I've had experiences where I have access to that. So I, I like to lean on both sides because I never do that. I always walk the side that I believe in, but I truly know that there are others out there who may or may not have you know, a belief system in place that supports a higher self. And so we get to look at what if there was, what if there was access to higher knowledge or higher information? Wouldn't you want it? Wouldn't you want to have access to it too? Because you can, that also is a choice. And one of the things we've been speaking into this whole time is having choice, being choice in every single moment. So let me tell you just one small story. Um, I don't know if any of you have familiar uh, experiences with Dolores Cannon or QHHT, but back before she passed away, I took her QHHT course, which is quantum healing hypnosis therapy, which the whole premise was, uh, if you look up Dolores Cannon, you will see her husband was one of the pioneers of past life regression by accident was doing hypnosis back in wartime days. And um, his patients started behaving weirdly <laughs> and not like themselves. And so they were, um, because of their weird behavior, they, Dolores's husband and she started researching these humans who are basically doing hypnosis to like quit smoking or I don't know, quit drinking, whatever they were trying to do. And they discovered um, by research matching up with these hypnosis sessions that they were actually delivering information that was uh, from the past from their past, which was, it could have been, you know, maybe 50, hundred years prior, whatever, something that Dolores could look up in the history books and match up dates and times and locations and all these crazy things. Anyway, what the results of their, ex, you know, their experience with this past life regression, and it wasn't past life regression in the time, but it was um, hypnosis, you know, to quit smoking or to whatever they were doing it for as they were practicing on these people and, and researching what these people and diving into experimenting with what, what's actually going on here with these people that were bringing through all this really wild information from the seeming past, 
they discovered that there was a lot of healing that was going on, a lot of information that could cause healings. And um, there was a perception and a feeling that there was a higher power present in this time because it just had this peaceful experience with it. And so as Dolores leaned in, uh, she began to realize that people were healing, that she could experience a higher nature, a higher power in these experiences that caused a healing that could be unexplainable. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Dolores, look her up. She's got about, I don't know, 18, 19 books out there. You can read all kinds of stuff because it morphed from uh, back in the wartime days of hypnosis with these, you know, these people wanting to quit smoking. I believe it was maybe soldiers or family members or of soldiers back in those days from that experience of hypnosis to stop a habit that they've like deemed to be bad for themselves into um, a weird world of channeling. And then like not channeling, sorry, of bringing things from the past into the present and mapping it all out. And then as it moved forward, it leaned into um, aliens and UFOs and all kinds of really interesting things. And I believe even people who have had maybe alien abductions or things of that nature were also going to her and having these past life regressions that she, she morphed it into past life regression stuff, her and her husband, let's just say that. So look them up. Um, you know, I'm, I know of all the stories, but it's been a while since I've revisited them, but I did take her QHHT course and I did do these experiences, these sessions on other humans. And here's the reason why I bring it up. When we were doing these sessions, the whole point was a client was to come to us with a a list of issues they would like to understand about themselves, maybe clean up with hypnosis. And they wanted to go in and shift all the ways they saw this. Like they wanted to clean up all their habits, their, their habits that they deemed bad. And they also wanted healing And then they wanted to see what else was possible. Like, what could they connect with parts of their history, parts of their higher self, parts of their past, or could they connect with their future? It was all possible in the space of hypnosis. So that's what I found so fascinating about this. And this is probably a decade or more ago that I did this work. And the most profound experiences came out of them. I, my favorite ones were when people would come to me with a list of oh, I don't know, like maybe 30 or so questions that they wanted to know about themselves, about their life, about their experiences, maybe about their fears and their habits, or maybe some traumas they'd have or some physical ailments that they would have in their life. And the process was like this. We would, I would take them into my kitchen and we would do it at my house at the time. We take them into my kitchen. We sit down and we'd have this deep conversation into like, what their questions were and kind of why. So we sort of walked through a few of them. So I would have an understanding of what, why are they, you know, why is this person coming to me? What, what would they really like to know and why would they like to know it? And so it, we would get into a space where they would be feeling comfortable with me and trusting their choice to come and have a session with me. So once we got there, we would go through some of the questions. They would come with like 30, 40 questions, some of them. Some of them would come, maybe come with 10. They feel like there wasn't much they wanted to know. But the point was this. They were going to achieve results. They were going to achieve understanding. And they were going to allow themselves to go into a space where they could receive from a higher power or their higher self information that they never had before that day. And they were going to do it 
themselves for themselves. I was just the facilitator of that experience. And what occurred was in a session, I would bring them through a hypnosis process that was created by Dolores. I would get them, we would do some, at the time we called it past life regression, but now what I realize after right a decade of doing my own thing and learning about what's possible from a different perspective, I would now say those were parallel lives that were affecting this experience now. And with that, they were going to pull through information. So they're going to pull in information into this current moment in order to have a different experience. So I would bring them through hypnosis. They would go deep into these parallel lives or past lives and have an experience inside. Them. And they would basically be so deep into hypnosis that they would, they would be able to tell me what they looked like. We would be able to figure out the era that they were in the clothing that they were wearing, the people that were involved, if there was anybody else and the experiences that were, they were having, it was really quite fascinating. Then when we got so deep into that experience, I was able to experience their higher self present with them. In which case their higher self would channel through that person in the moment and speak as third party, third person experience. So I would ask them a question while in hypnosis and the higher self would answer in third person. It was fascinating. Once I got that true connection to their higher self and they were channeling their higher self through them and how I would know was that that actual like third person recognition, I was then take out all the questions that the person would bring to me and ask the higher self, their higher self, these questions. And they, the higher self would answer the questions. Now, of course, I would record the whole thing so that they could have all these answers, but their higher self would answer every single question. And in some moments, I would get some very huge intuitive hits to um, maybe have the higher self scan the body, see if there's anything we could heal in this moment or things that maybe they didn't consciously bring to the table that they could heal or whatever. There's so many things, but we brought this all to the table in order to have a healing, shifting experience through the tactic or the process of hypnosis. But what that did was have them channel their higher self, which was them. So ultimately, the person coming to me would have all the answers. And that is channeling your higher self, having access to all the answers that you would ever, ever want in your life. You all have access to them now. So if you're curious about coronavirus or what it's doing on the planet or why it's here, guess who has the answer? You do for you. And that is something that you get to be in ownership of, because if you're not in ownership of your higher power, your higher access, your responsibility, 100% for everything happening in your life, you are a victim to it. And the choice is yours. I have no judgment in what you choose. You can choose to be at the affect or, you know, in a victim position to your reality, or you could be in ownership. I'm not living your life. You are. So I'm unattached to that. I have zero judgment to that because I don't have to live your life. I can only choose for me, right? That is my ownership and my reality. I can't choose for you. I can be in support 
of you. I can be a facilitator for the possibility for you to see it and choose it for yourself, but I can't choose it for you. And that's a powerful place to be for you because you know, without a shadow of a doubt, when you choose to be in ownership and be 100% 100 responsible for your reality and everything that occurs into it, you also have the opportunity to channel your higher self and have access to all that is. I'm going to say that again. In 100% responsibility, you have the ability and choice to choose to channel your higher self, which is giving yourself permission to have access to the information, all the information of all that is in every given moment because it is a choice. So no matter what's in the way, no matter what you believe is not possible or doesn't seem possible, guess what? You can have the answer to what would make it possible for you by eliminating whatever blocks are in the way. And I call them programs as well. You can call them whatever you like. I'm unattached to that. But you get to have that experience where you win in your life. Channeling your higher self is just one way that you can see what's possible. I'm sure that you can walk yourself into position to have the answer. Go into meditation. Ask the question and be open to receiving the answer. There are a lot of ways to do it. You get to give yourself permission. You're the only one who can to have what you'd like in your life. And channeling your higher self is a super fun place to be because it's not something you get to try to do. You have to try to do. It's once you get there and you realize what it feels like, you can be it always. It's how I can walk through this entire show and feel like one minute has passed and it's been an hour and it's been fantastic and fun and in service and in gratitude. And I'm speaking the truth that I be, I have no judgment towards you or anyone else or anything you may think of all the things that I'm saying or not saying I'm an ownership of that. I'm also an ownership that I'm here to support and serve. So whatever that looks like, you get to be in ownership and reaching out to me in order to create that for yourself, because I'm 100% available for you to create it for yourself so that you can have everything you want. So I want to thank you and appreciate you and be in gratitude for you in this brand new new year. Happy new year in 2021. I am in gratitude for your listening to the show, for getting to all the way to the end of it, for being present with me, however many times you've listened to any of these episodes. But this episode is special in that today is the new year of 2021. And I'm excited to stand here with you and all these new possibilities. So that's channeling your higher self at any given time. I can't wait to see you next week on the next show. So much fun being here with you. I'm in such gratitude for you. Bring in your higher self and let's celebrate together. So much love to you. We'll see you next time. Oh, it's so much fun. I don't know what else to do with myself now. Maybe we'll do another show and keep going. Hey, don't turn on the music. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet you at the crossroads.